Welcome tomorrow, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Both of us are here. It is the 11th day of August, 2021. We've made it midway through yet another week. My name is Nick, and directly across from me is Radio's Big J. Hey, that's me. Uh, and hopefully you are having yourself a solid week thus far. Are you, Big J? Yeah, so far so good. I like that very much. I like that so, so much. Is there anything upcoming in the next couple of days that could see the week take a drastic downturn? Nah. All right. I like that positive outlook, my friend. Hopefully, if you were one of the many people out at the Primus concert last night at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater, you had yourself a good time. Uh, the reports were it was a fantastic show. It actually did kick off that entire tour. So that was the first show of that nice. Primus uh, performing the Rush album front to back. It looked like it was a a very good time, and uh, we're going to get into some concert news for around here in the Treasure Valley over the course of the show today. That's going to happen. We also have a chance for you to check out Seether, another show that's going to be coming to town in just a few short weeks. Big J, before you know it, Seether's going to be on top of us, performing at the Western Idaho Fair, uh, figuratively, of course. And, uh, you know, we have other shows coming up as well. Beartooth will be here soon. Cypress Hill and Atmosphere is coming back to town between The Buried and Me. Uh, Sublime with Rome all before the end of this month. So concert season starting to swing, and we're going to have to ask you to do your part in order to keep it swinging. More details on that as we get going this morning. Big J has a movie review for you. He watched a movie called Getting to Know You on Amazon Prime last night. We'll get a full review of that with Streaming Dumbass before we hit 7 o'clock. We also have an opportunity for you to enjoy a little bit of fun on this radio program. Fun like Bad Impressions and Pop Culture Smackdown. And we're going to Italy for our We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Italy, the eye ties. Uh, what? Oh, Euro trip. I see. <laughs> Whoa. Vinnie Jones. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, But we also play music on this show, Rage Against the Machine, kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X Rocks. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff. Well, any guesses who important stuff is brought to you by? The Advocates. Right. Advocates want you to know if you've been injured due to another person's negligence, they are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Not surprising that we are going to have some pretty serious fallout because of the unprecedented drought that we got over the summer. Uh, Idaho is facing that still to this day, even though we got a little bit of rain over the last week. Because, listen, the the normal snow levels that we got last winter and water managers throughout the state, they're saying, you know what, this could be the beginning of a multi-year drought. The Idaho Press is reporting that the Idaho Department of Water Resources recently wrote in a water analysis that the state could be seeing several years of limited water supply. Now, that's unless... Idaho gets a snowpack this winter that is significantly higher than normal. We need another snowmageddon, Big J. Snowmageddon. Last year's snowpack was okay, but that led few to expect the current drought. But Idaho had a very dry spring following the hottest June and July on record, and that means that reservoirs were quickly depleted, which is an issue for farmers. It's an issue for, you know, basically irrigation water, all that kind of stuff. That goes on around the state. So here's hoping that it's a little bit more crazier than normal winter for snowfall because we're going to need it if we're going to plan on keeping things anywhere close to normal as far as water is concerned in this state, Big J. Mm -hmm. So 
Get that weather machine working is basically what I'm trying to tell you. Get it working, bro. All right. All right. We've all made good decisions in our career and bad decisions in our career. And Dennis Schroeder is a point guard in the National Basketball Association that is hmm, probably looking at himself in the mirror going, what an idiot, what an idiot. Uh, He was coming off a decent year the year before, and the Lakers, who he played for for the last couple years, offered him a four-year, $84 million contract with L.A., and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm worth a little bit more than that. And uh, then he went and crapped down his leg all last season and just did not have a good year. The Lakers were like, $84 million? No way. Thank goodness you didn't sign that contract, sucker. And <laughs> pulled it off the table and then used the money they were going to sign to him to sign people like Carmelo Anthony and bring Russell Westbrook into the fold. And so it was a coup for the Lakers that Dennis Schroeder didn't sign that contract. But not a good move for him because he finally landed after waiting forever in NBA free agency a one-year, $5 million deal with the Boston Celtics. So that's quite the difference, Big J. From four years, $84 million. So we'll see. He's betting on himself, of course. If he comes back and has a great year with the Celtics, guess what will happen? Some dumb team will overpay him and pay him a ridiculous amount of money to come off the bench and be a also-ran. But yep. uh, in the meantime, that's why you got to get it while the getting's good, everybody. So he got either some bad advice or just plain out made a bad decision. And uh, now he's ending up in Boston and going to try to rebound things. Uh, did you ever see the movie uh, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar? No. Uh, it's a Kristen Wiig, Annie Mamulo comedy. The team that also wrote Bridesmaids put together a movie uh, that premiered on demand during the pandemic in February. But now uh, the comedy will have its chance to be shown in theaters. It was kind of one of those hidden gems, if you will. It got really good reviews, but not a lot of people saw it because it just was, listen, our minds weren't on movies in February when it dropped. Uh, according to Vulture, the Alamo Draft House is premiering the film along with a pre-recorded Q&A with its stars since September 19th. That's going to start on September 19th, and then they might get, depending on how it does, a national re-release in theaters because people think that you need to see it in theaters. It is currently on Hulu, and I watched it like three months ago, and it was way, way funnier than I thought it was going to be. And it's also... I mean, I couldn't, if I sat you down and told you the plot to this movie, you, it would blow your mind. <laughs> it would, it would blow your mind because I, and I, that's why I think it was kind of brilliantly marketed because you see the trailers for this movie and it looks like a goofy movie about a couple of friends going on vacation together. And that's kind of the underlying premise of it. But there's so much else like crazy and insane that's going on in this movie at the same time. That it's almost worth a watch just for the craziness of it. Well, how come it hasn't come up as an option in uh, streaming dumbass? Because the ba- because the, the basic plot description is two elderly friends go on a vacation together. Do you think you'd ever pick that movie in a billion years? Yeah, maybe. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I promise. Well, it you. depends on the other options. Yeah, well, I but my I, the whole idea is to not give you any kind of thing so that you actually try to pick it. I'd like you to do it, and sh- plus, I think you should see it on your own. No. Uh, I know you won't now because I've re- recommended it to you, but I, I, I and somehow I'm gonna have to con you into checking this movie out. Uh, you know what? You know, you know, I'll, I'll tell your wife to watch it. She'll actually get into it, and then she'll make you watch it. That's how this whole story will end. Good luck. But uh, there is your important stuff. 
Kirk, your send nude song of the day. That is Motorhead and Ace of Spades here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review just for you. It was on Amazon Prime. It was called Getting to Know You. He wanted a comedy. He got it, at least in written form, uh, in the description. So now it is time for the exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. How was the movie, Big J? Yeah, the movie. Uh, there's some comedy in here leaning hard on the romantic side, Nick, uh, of the ledger. Um, starring Rupert Penry Jones. Of course. Maybe nev- not heard of him. I think he's a British actor. Uh, he is going to be play- uh, having a role in the new Batman movie. That's coming out here very soon. Uh, a, la- a lady named Natasha Little. And so how this movie works is uh, it kind of opens up here in a lobby of a hotel bar. And you've got Natasha Little. She's uh, there by herself. And we'll find out why she is there in a little while. And then there's a, uh, a high school reunion happening at this smaller town. Okay. And so Rupert Penry Jones plays a guy named Luke. And he was a fairly popular dude in high school. And uh, he has uh, come back to go to the... Uh, the fun uh, reunion, but more interesting, he wanted to kind of rekindle a love he had in high school. Okay. Uh, and uh, there was a, a connection there, and, and so he had planned on, on hooking up with his ex-girlfriend, and it turns out that she's married with kids, and he didn't realize that. And so all of a sudden, she's kind of hammered and wants to get it on, and he's like, hey, wait a second, this is not what I signed up for. I'm not trying to be a Roger Home wrecker. Okay. And so he basically recruits this other lady, Natasha, to help out. And she's like, you know what? I'm up for some adventure. I'll pretend to be your girlfriend to get you out of this whole situation. And it's a lot more difficult than they think. And through this situation, that's where you get the title, Getting to Know You. I see. So these two are getting to know each other. And basically what it comes down to is that situation of how quickly can two people fall in love? And the answer is, at least if I'm to be, uh, if I'm to believe uh, written literature, it's love that can be found at first sight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's some sparks here and there, uh, and really, uh, there is some funny situations uh, that happen. So there is the comedy factor. I did chuckle out loud a couple times uh, through it, and uh, you really do get to know these characters. Performances are great here with the, uh, all the characters involved, and <laughs> there is some situations. So you know what? I enjoyed myself watching the movie. I'm going to say it's a proof. All right, listen, you are on record as being, you know, kind of a sucker for romantic comedies. Big time, big time, man. And so this one spoke to you, tugged at your heartstrings a little bit. Uh, and uh, you said the acting was good. And so uh, were you were you going in thinking it was going to suck? Well, when, yeah, when I first kind of got there, it, it was it was like, oh, boy, this could be uh, kind of rough. But, you know, it, the characters are really well uh, done, and the story kind of made sense. So it, it worked worried, itself out. When I, when I first saw it and I looked at it, it, it had the, uh, the trappings of a Hallmark movie to me. Very much so, yeah. But is it, like, adult-themed, or is it yes. very much, like, fa- I mean, like, is it rated R? I don't even know what it's rated. I, I don't know if it's rated R. There's no nudity, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, in this, I mean. but there is some uh, adult content for sure. Okay, some right. swearing, just like you like. You got a priest uh, getting drunk and partying it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it's Big J approved. It is available for you to watch for free as long as you're an Amazon Prime member. And the movie is a little bit of a sleeper because uh, it's not brand new, but it came out like in the last year or two, right? 2020. There you go. Uh, it is called Getting to Know You, and it is available on Amazon Prime. And Big J says it's worth a watch. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, then The Advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 
888-900-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com because you deserve an advocate. And you know what? If you are over 65, you deserve a marriage. Yeah. Uh, A report by the Office of National Statistics show a very significant boost in what they're called silver splitters, Big J. That is people over the age of 65 that have decided, you know what? We're divorced once, but let's get hitched again. People are getting remarried as they're getting older. Dating apps may be behind this trend, but while the reports show that marriage has generally been on the decline for those in the younger age bracket, tying the knot increased by 46% between 2004 and last year for those aged 65 and older. This occurrence has steadily been on the rise since 2009. Access to dating websites is a big reason. Financial independence also believes to be some of the causes. But also, you know what? I'm sure you probably get to a point in your life where you're like, hey, listen, uh, I'm on my back nine. I don't want to do this alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's find somebody to, uh, to, to, you know, finish this course with me. Let's go. And ain't nothing wrong with that, I suppose, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've always said the elderly uh, deserve happiness, and I don't know why you disagree with me on that, but I've always said that. I've never disagreed and with you. And so I think it's very important on that that people <laughs> actually uh, have that as they get older. So uh, here's to, uh, you know, hopefully many, many happy years to whoever's over 65 and decides to get hitched, right? Yeah. I think it's cute. I think it's a good adjective to attach to it, and hopefully it works. Hopefully the weddings are a lot cheaper. <laughs> I, that's the other thing. Like, I think, like, yeah, you're, I guarantee you there's not a, like, it's two 70-year-olds having a blowout. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's two 70-year-olds going to the courthouse and just getting it handled. Because they don't have time for all the pomp and circumstance. You know what I mean? Just get her done. Or going down to the game room. Wait, what? At the old folks' home. Oh, you think they're getting married in homes? Yeah. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. Never been invited to one of those. Hey, believe it or not, Manny Pacquiao is still fighting, and he had a fight scheduled August 21st, pay-per-view style, with Errol Spence Jr., but unfortunately, Errol Spence had to drop out. He found a retinal tear in his left eye that was discovered in a pre-fight medical exam, so he is done, but promoters said yesterday that they're going to have a fight go on in 10 days anyway, and welterweight champion Eudorus Ugas will end up stepping in and fighting Pacquiao on the same date. So I guess if you were interested in pay-per-view fighting, with Manny Pacquiao, it's going to happen come hell or high water. And it's going to happen in 10 days. So there will be a boxing match you can take part in if you want. Hey, thoughts going out to Christina Applegate. She announced on Twitter yesterday that she has been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. She wrote, quote, a few months ago I was diagnosed with MS. It's been a strange journey, but I have also been supported by people that I know also have this condition. It's been a tough road, but as we all know, the road keeps going. She continued that as one of her friends with MS said, we wake up and we take the intended action. And that's what I do. So she's asking for her privacy. She goes through this thing. Uh, it's been a while since she's uh, she's made a movie. She's been in the Netflix show Dead to Me for a while. In 2008, she had another health scare where she battled breast cancer. She had a double mastectomy. And so she has been dealing with that as well and has had that in remission ever since that particular surgery, which is fantastic. But now here's another hurler for her. So here's hoping that she gets through it happy, healthy, and all that stuff. Lots of support from her friends online, uh, which is a very good thing, and hopefully she beats this as well. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Thank you very much. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. 
and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And Kana, Italy is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. There we are going to go to a factory that builds unspecified things where we will meet an unnamed man. So already you know it's going to be bad, right? Yeah. When we go someplace we can't tell you about and meet a man whose name has not been shared. Because he had a rough day at work. And that factory, wherever it may be in Ancona and whatever it may be building, needs to take down the how many days since our last accident sign and put a zero up because there were some issues at work last week. Uh, A gentleman there was using a uh, nail gun to do a little bit of work on whatever they were building. Let's just say they were framing something, right? Right. And he's using the nail gun And next thing you know, he starts screaming uncontrollably, right? And he's like, I shot myself with the nail gun on accident. I shot myself with the nail gun on accident. Never good. They can't find anything, but the guy can't stand up. So they know it's not great. So they take him to the the hospital. And the guy's like, listen, it's right here in like my midsection. I can't, I can't bend my, like myself at the waist. It's not, it's not great. So they can't find a puncture hole because they're using very fine, small nails, about three quarters of an inch, okay? Oh, okay, yeah. So it's not a big, gigantic nail. It's a small little nail. It's not like uh, Happy Gilmore. Correct. Yes, it's not not like Happy (laughs) Gilmore. Jaws has got a nail protruding out out of of his his head. Correct. It It is something that has gone inside, and the puncture hole is so small, they can't tell where it's going. So it's ultrasound time, baby. And uh, they find it. It took them a while. They had to do a full body scan. But Big J, sure enough, this dude had accidentally shot himself in the scrotum with a nail gun. Yeah. How? Uh, I don't know. How did that happen? It doesn't go into it. And I'm sure the guy is not telling the story. What are you doing, man? But we do know it was an accident. We do know he was rushed I mean, to the, sto- the the uh, the hospital because of it. But they, they couldn't see the nail. He was in obvious agony. But basically, they did the ultrasound, and what they did was they found a thin white line behind his right testicle, and oh. that's where it was. The <laughs> nail was stuck between the top of his testicle and the actual junk itself. Listen, we got a lot of construction people who are listening here today. I know that not all the nail guns out there are contact nail guns where you have to make contact with something, but this seems like, what the hell? I don't know. How does that get anywhere close to your scrotum? I mean, unless maybe like you're you're nailing something towards you that you've done like a million and a half times in a factory nah, and just seems, missed. This, this sounds like hijinks to me. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're using our jump to conclusion, man. We don't know for sure, because none of it's in the story. But yeah, it, it seems fairly dangerous. Either way, he's also fairly lucky, because despite a, as painful as I'm sure it was, he this nail that was stuck inside of his scrotum missed his testicle and his epididymis, which is also something that can do some serious damage. And so he was able to get in and out of there pretty quickly, thanks to some wise-thinking surgeons that were able to remove the nail. He was discharged from the hospital the next day, so all is good. But I'm guessing whatever set of circumstances led to himself nailing himself in the scrotum, he probably won't do that again. If he gets to keep his job, of course. It all kind of depends on how that happened. 
whether or not you stay employed, I'm sure. If it was hijinks, I can't imagine the factory would want him back on the floor, right? Yeah, no. Uh, but who knows? Either way, ouch. A million to one shot. Ouch. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rock. Green Day, time of your life here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I ask you out loud, are you familiar with the term fubbing? Fubbing? P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. No. No uh, idea what that means. It is an official term meaning you are paying more attention to your cellular phone than you are either the people around you or the thing that you're supposed to be focusing on. It's called fubbing. How did we get to that? Uh, I'm not sure where the term <laughs> came from, nor its origins. Need some work, I think. But it is what it's called. Sorry, it's already in the dictionary. Uh, you cannot you cannot change it. It has now gotten that point. Get uh, going. It, it was that's not those that's I, not I a thing. I can change either. anything I want. <laughs> I suppose you can, but you sure can't make it go. Uh, it's not it's been considered not only the rudest thing somebody else can do when you're in a group of people, but it's also one of the big basis of a study from the University of Georgia that they put out and they found that people that do this the most pay more attention to their phone than like other people if they're at like a, with their family or you're supposed to be watching a movie and you're spending more time on your phone instead. If that person is you, Odds are, according to the University of Georgia, you're way more likely to have mental health issues like depression and anxiety than somebody that is able to pay attention to things and stay on task and pay attention to other people in a party. Uh, The interesting thing that the University of Georgia found was that depends on your age. If you're under the age of 24, that's less likely an issue. Odds are that's just the way you grew up and you have no manners and that's just the way that it goes. But if you're over the age of 24 and you can't keep yourself off your phone or you're not paying attention to other things because you're paying attention to your phone, odds are there's something going on inside that you probably need to explore a little bit. Uh, and while uh, when they were recently surveyed, it was it was named one of our biggest pet peeves among adults is having somebody that you're with that pays more attention to their phone than you or doesn't pay attention to stuff that you're doing because they're on their phone. It still is considered to be probably the most rude thing somebody can do. But here's what's really worrying, according to the study. It's become so prevalent now that we're becoming more accepting of it. And they're kind of using the study to warn, hey, listen. You know, it's it's okay, I guess, to be used to something, but if it means other things, if it's a warning sign, if it's a sign that somebody might be going through something and could need a little bit of help, these are things that you may want to pay attention to as well, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. If it's something that is like, okay, my friend is on their phone all the time, maybe they need to talk about something besides whatever's going on, that may be a good kind of way to kick that off. And be cognizant of that and aware of it in other people. So maybe if uh, fubbing is a thing for you, you need to pay a little bit more attention to it. Or maybe if you know you've got mental health issues, you seek out some help on those particular things. And maybe you'll be on your phone a little bit less. Who knows? It all depends on the situation. But an interesting you know, line between anxiety, depression, how much you use your phone to distract yourself from real things that are going on around you probably something to look into and kind of make sense. So, watch out for fubbers, Big J. 
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, our kids are eating like crap and it's probably our fault. Yeah. According to research done by the medical journal JAMA, two-thirds of the food that kids and teens in the United States consume is super ultra-processed. Frozen pizza, microwavable meals, packaged snacks, desserts, things that come in boxes, pre-made, processed stuff. That's up to 67% of all food eaten by kids from the years 2018 to 2021. It's bad. Uh, It was compared to about 55% back in 1999. That number is even worse among minorities. What authors say could reflect the increase is because, well, plain and simple, more people or less people are cooking home on the regular. You know, you're not you're not cooking home meals as much as you once were back in the 90s, or uh, it's just as easy for you. Or if you even go back to when you were a kid in the 70s or 80s, uh, he said that a majority of the households were eating at home six to five days a week easily. You could almost say all seven days a week. And I'm just thinking back to when I was a kid. I mean, never went to a restaurant. Or very rarely would we go to a yeah. restaurant to have any kind of meal. Either we had something or we were headed over to our grandparents or whatever. But there was home-cooked meals on the regular. And, you know, I don't take the kids out to the restaurant a whole bunch of times. But, you know, I'd say probably twice a month or so. We do a little bit of of restaurant stuff with the boys, but even still, I mean, it's not like I'm making every meal from scratch from home, so I'm part of the problem too, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, I know you do some cooking, but it can't be all the time, right? It's not six, seven days a week. No, 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 no. It's, uh, I try at least three times. Right. And like, uh, are the other times, are you making things at home or are you going out or grabbing food or bringing it home kind of? Well, I would say I've been trying to make food from scratch three times a week. There you go. And then a couple times a week at home probably you know a bunch of stuff that's already pre-made but that that enjoyment it hasn't passed on to the kids right they don't enjoy making meals well no scratch. my oldest she likes she likes to cook you know, like get in there and really cook um uh, yeah, Mason, the youngest, she has zero interest, and it's very disconcerting. And so, yeah, the, the numbers continue to go up with how much processed food we're eating. If you want some good news, there is some. Uh, we've seen a significant drop in that same amount of years in how many sugar-sweetened beverages we drink. Uh, about 10.8% of people would consume at least one or two sodas a day. That's down to 5.3%. So that's good. Soda consumption is down. But uh, processed food, way up. I know you don't care, Big J, but one of the biggest stories in sports is where Messi's going to end up, and uh, we have an answer. Messi, little Messi. He left FC Barcelona, where he'd been for his entire 17-year career because of financial issues, but the 34-year-old signed with Paris Saint-Germain last night. The French club said Messi signed a two-year deal with an option for a third season. He's going to make about $41 million a year, so he's doing all right for himself, running around there on the pitch, as they call it, Big J. But, uh, you know, soccer doesn't mess around, by the way. It's like a year-round thing. So it's not like they have, like, an off-season. That's another thing to kind of keep in mind. Uh, They make $41 million, which is a lot of money to play soccer, but they're also out there, you know, two, three times a week every single week. So there's that. Dennis Schroeder has signed a one-year $5.9 million deal with the Boston Celtics. He could have had a four-year $84 million contract extension with the Lakers last year. He decided to pass on that. Uh, It didn't work out for him as he had a really bad year and now just signed a one-year minimum deal tender with the Boston Celtics. 
Well, Big J, we have to talk about it. There's another wave of COVID-19 crossing America, and now it has officially hit the concert world. There have been major rock concerts that have been called off and postponed their uh, their tours again. And uh, now there are major festivals that announced yesterday that you are going to have to be vaccinated or a recent, as within the next two last two days, negative COVID-19 test in order to enter the festival grounds. Those are Bonnaroo and Summerfest, two of the biggest music festivals in the country. So either you have to show your vaccination card or you have to have a negative test. And oh, by the way, you have to be fully vaccinated as well, which is two weeks after your second shot in order to get into these festivals. Plus, you're also required to wear a mask at all times when you're inside these festivals. So that's what's happening in order to make these big festivals go on. That's what Lollapalooza did and still had well over 100,000 people that packed the park. It was sold out. It was a success. That's what the Foo Fighters are doing on their current tour, and they're selling out everywhere they go as well. So I think what's happening is venues and also bands are realizing that you can still do okay with the these restrictions and these requirements and make sure everybody band crew all the people in attendance are healthy and happy and still make your money and not worry about the kind well, of backlash to it i mean i think we'll see next week how chicago makes out right was that where lollapalooza was this lollapalooza year? Yeah. in chicago yes let's yes. see how that turns out right i mean there's still some fallout to be had but you know i think you're going to have at least a puncher's chance of being okay in a vaccinated crowd as opposed to a full-on mixed crowd. And oh, by the way, that has a little bit of local uh, kind of uh, uh, tinge to it as well as the Knitting Factory announced yesterday and expect more of this, that their COVID-19 procedures are going to change based on the bands. And there's going to be a lot more touring bands coming through here that I promise you are going to require you to either be vaccinated or COVID negative in order to go to the show because they want to stay on the road and they want to continue to make money and they can't do it if somebody in their crew or somebody in their band tests positive. And so that's what's killed these other tours that are out there. And that's what's going to try to keep these things on the road or be the difference between whether or not we have concerts in the fall and winter or we don't. And so that is something that you can complain about all you want. Or you don't, because the truth of the matter is, if you don't want to go because they require you to be vaccinated, there's a vaccinated person that will happily take your ticket, probably. At least that's what's happening in these festivals and these concerts so far. And so, you know, that's the reality of the situation. That's where we are with the Delta variant and other variants coming around. And so people trying to be as safe as possible, you can expect that kind of thing to be probably the norm by the time we hit September, would be my guess. Yeah, which is right around the corner. Right. And so that's when the concert season really starts to pick up around here. So it's something to keep in mind as well. I mean, not everybody is going to require it. I promise you that, too. It's going to depend on the situation. But, you know, the Knitting Factory did put out a post yesterday that said, you know, their COVID-19 protocols could be incredibly strict depending on who comes into the actual venue because they want to keep these shows going as well, too. So keep that in mind. Pay attention to the posts on the COVID-19 protocols. Get yourself uh, ready to get masked up. And if you can, get vaccinated as well to make sure that these concerts continue here in the Treasure Valley. But it's, uh, it's a growing trend, Big J. Like it or not, it's something that is happening for sure. Nick and Big J. And hey, friends, August 20th, the uh, Western Idaho Fair kicks off. And on the 27th, 
Seether is going to be playing uh, outside there at the fair. It's going to be awesome. It's X Day, and you get to see Seether uh, free with a, uh, a ticket into the Western Idaho Fair. We'll set you up with a pair of those if you can beat me in pop culture smackdown. All right, now would be the time to get on the phone if you want to check out some Seether X Day at the fair action, 208-287-1003. You are going to have to defeat Big J in pop culture smackdown. We'll see how that goes today. Big J's feeling a little bit puffed up. We'll see if we can't take him down. Notch, hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Steve. Steve, you're up first. Steve, this author wrote books like Christine, Thinner, and It. Stephen King. Right. Correct. Big J, to this day, this series finale of this television show is still the highest rated television event in the history of television. In the history of television. Yep, it's got the mo- the highest ratings ever for any television show, including sporting events. Man. Um, let's go with, I mean, I'm 50-50 here on, on something, and I just, I, I, I'm going to go with recency bias here and say Breaking Bad. Wrong. Not even close. Seinfeld. Wrong. Friends. Before Seinfeld. Wrong. Before that, seventies. Seventies. Oh man, all in the family. Nope. Wrong. Mash. Right. Oh, Series Mash. finale of Mash is the highest rated. All right. Well, hey, show. I mean, I, if I'm gonna whiff, I'm gonna whiff good. Ever? Yeah, yeah. Man, you took about seven cuts. How many? Uh, how many? Yeah. How many was it? I don't know what the actual rating was. I did when I looked up the question several weeks ago oh. when I wrote it, but I don't know what it was. It, it's like the most. Eyeballs ever on television. I mean, that's back when we had four channels, you know, or three channels. Right. So that I was don't even part know if they can count that many. It was part of the equation, but it was some ridiculous, like millions upon millions. It had like a, a 60 share or something like that. It was crazy. It was crazy. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with Seether tickets or fair tickets, uh, however you want to look at it. Either way, you could get two for one right there coming your way. Hang on one second, Steve. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set as far as that goes. And there's your pop culture. So much for my puffy chest. Your headlines. Puff it back out. Headlines are next in the X-Rock. Headlines brought to you by Boise Hemp Fest is happening this Saturday at Julia Davis Park. It's free to the community, family friendly, lots of fun. Got 12 hours of live entertainment, beer garden, prize giveaways, hundreds of local vendors out there as well. And Big J broadcasting live from 2 until 4 p.m. at Julia Davis Park. So make sure you check out Boise Hemp Fest this Saturday with the X Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Everybody calm down. Well, that didn't work. And when will they learn? Uh, Everybody calm down. A man was arrested on Sunday in Chicago after attacking an off-duty police officer and then biting off his friend's nipple during a road rage incident. Ouch. According to the prosecutor, Clark, uh, Kevin Clark sideswiped a police officer's vehicle shortly before midnight. Officer identified himself and asked Clark to pull over so they could fill out an accident report. After the three men exited their vehicles, Clark allegedly punched the off-duty officer in the face twice. Ouch. When the friend tried to break up the fight between his buddy and a police officer, that's when Clark attacked him and completely bit off his nipple. Ah! He's currently being charged. Shirtless? (laughs) I, I don't know. It does not say. 
Uh, he is currently being charged with assault on a peace officer, aggravated battery causing great bodily harm, aggravated unlawful use of a weapon, leaving the scene of a property damage accident as well. So that's quite the road rage incident. And apparently, no drugs or alcohol involved. Dude yeah. just got livid. Livid. And he was hungry. I guess. I mean, it does not say he consumed the nipple, to be fair. He could have just done a Mike Tyson and spit it out after he bit it off. I'm not sure he actually did. You know, it certainly wasn't for sustenance <laughs> that much. But seems like he might have overreacted, Big J. I'm no expert, but that seems like a real escalation to the issue. That didn't need to be taken to that level. And now he's going to be paying the price for a while. Well, that didn't work. And when will they learn? Uh, when will they learn? Not sure why everything that goes viral as a challenge on TikTok has to involve some sort of bodily damage. But that seems to be the trend. The latest one is hashtag frozen honey. Have you seen these videos? Because you have a TikTok. Are you familiar? No, with I it? haven't. It's a challenge that now apparently has been viewed and done 673 million views. So apparently you're the only one on TikTok who hasn't seen it. But it involves filling a water bottle with honey and then freezing it before chugging the golden concoction. Uh, but despite millions of views and the different trending hashtags, uh, here's the problem, at least according to NBC. What they don't tell you is uh, if you consume this, apparently it causes pretty serious diarrhea and it also can upset your stomach pretty significantly, which almost everybody who has taken the challenge is admitting to. Doesn't make them feel great after they chug the frozen honey, and usually they have to go to the bathroom for two straight days. So I ask Ugh. you, is the hashtag worth it? No. No. No, it never is. I don't care what the hashtag is. It's never worth it. Hashtag morning after. Hashtag never worth it. If you end up hurting yourself or doing bodily harm to yourself, just to get a couple views. I mean, listen, that jackass make a, made a living off of it, but that's uh, a select few, is my point. And if you're giving yourself some serious inner damage because you want to go viral, then, I mean, time to reevaluate things. Wrap it up with, well, that didn't work. In India, a 65-year-old man died, Big J, because he wanted to exact revenge on a baby snake. The snake reportedly bit him on the leg on Sunday while he was in front of his house, so he was pissed, right? Yeah. So Ramamito, who was allegedly very drunk, then found the snake that bit him and decided to bite it back. According to a statement made by his family, Mato was bitten more than 10 times on the face when he tried to retaliate. That's never good, Big J, when you're bit 10 times on the face by a poisonous snake. No. No, yeah. that sounds bad. And then he was so hammered, drunk, and angry that he refused hospitalization. He decided to go in the house for a, a nap. Guess what happened, Big J? Didn't wake up. Ooh. So, reminder that, I mean, I get you wanting to be angry at a snake that bit you, but if that snake that bit you is poisonous, you should probably go to the hospital right away, not then try to exact your revenge on the snake and then get bit in the face ten times. Also, did you really exact revenge? I mean, if you even if you did bite that snake back once, if it gets you in the face ten times in the process, that snake wins that battle. Yeah, Sorry. plus you're not carrying a bunch of venom. No, no. Your bites aren't poisonous. Gross, disgusting, and probably very slobbery, sure. But definitely not poisonous. So a reminder, uh, if you're going to try to get into a bite-off between you and a poisonous snake, you will lose. <laughs> See their wasteland. They'll play that one for sure. Next day at the fair coming up on the 27th. You can grab your tickets to the Western Idaho Fair now. 
They are on sale. The concert is free with admission to the fair, so make sure you're ready to go on that Friday the 27th. Should be a good night. We'll give you another chance tomorrow to win some free tickets to that here with Pop Culture Smackdown. But we need to talk beverages, Big J. Yeah, and uh, you're a Mountain Dew fan, right? You just said you bought some. I did. I just bought, uh, I allow myself a Mountain Dew a day, and I bought some for the office yesterday, as a matter of fact. Awesome. And I I do enjoy the Mountain Dew. I'm one of those weird guys. I like uh, Code Red, too. On occasion. Okay. Uh, but here's some interesting news because uh, everybody's, you know, uh, partnering up with each other. Hard seltzers everywhere. Well, uh, Boston Beer Company said, hold my seltzer. And they have partnered with PepsiCo and are creating something called, Nick, Hard Mountain Dew. I, I figured it was just a matter of time. Here's the part that blows my mind. They're going to have three different flavors. It looks like there's a regular Mountain Dew flavor. There's black cherry and then watermelon. Zero sugar. Have you ever had sugar-free Mountain Dew? No, uh, probably, but uh, I, I'm I'm I, I'm down to try this. So, hey, oh, Mr. Anti Seltzer's down to try. This isn't seltzer. This isn't seltzer. What do you mean? It just said it's hard seltzer. No, 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 no. I said step aside, hard seltzer. Oh, 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 oh. oh. This is uh, it's a five percent alcohol. So uh, I'm looking forward to giving this a try, in particular uh, the black cherry, especially the fact that it's zero sugar. That's mind-blowing. So it's basically just a a, a, a pre-bottled Mountain Dew alcoholic drink. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, it might be good. Who knows? Although I will say this. You know, there are some sodas out there that are zero sugar that taste just fine. Mountain Dew is not one of them, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, and I know that it's p- terrible to say, but sugar-free and Diet Mountain Dew taste terrible to me. That's just me. I enjoy the regular stuff. I buy the regular stuff for that particular reason. Like, to me, Diet Dr. Pepper is amazing because it tastes just like regular is, Dr. Pepper. It is it's a very, home run. very close. It's a home run. And it's zero sugar, zero calories. If there's a diet beverage that I'm going to pick, it's going to be Diet Dr. Pepper. But Diet Mountain Dew and zero sugar Mountain Dew just can't seem to duplicate it because all the stuff that makes Mountain Dew taste so good is the stuff that's awful inside of it. Yeah. Here's the problem. It's gonna, not going to hit shelves until early 2022. All right. Well, take a, take a knee. And see what happens. And is it like uh, one of those regional only things? Because the Boston thing freaks me out. Mm, it does not say that. No. Okay. Well, good. Then maybe it won't be too too difficult to get a hold of, and you can try it. I soon. mean, it's Mountain Dew. Yeah. Why not get hammered while you're drinking it? Right. We said. That oh man, a bunch of times. Yeah, Although I've buddy. also, as much as I enjoy Mountain Dew, I've never had a Mountain Dew flavored alcoholic drink. You. Now it's that not, I think, not not that I'm aware of. Yeah, it's not like a mixer. Do you know what I mean? You don't really mix but it with But that anything. might be something to test out. All right, give it a shot. Maybe you'll make your own long you before know, this and, hits shelves. And it's like with Mountain Dew, you don't really need the seltzer because it's very carbonated. So Yes, it, it gets the carbonation done for sure. Either way, get ready to drink your Mountain Dew and get hammered. You and Adam will enjoy that very, very much. Morning after with Nick and Big <laughs> J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. Yep, and we got some tickets here for you. Between the Buried and Me is coming to the Dating Factory August 26th, friends. They're playing two different sets. It's going to be very, very cool. So it's kind of like an evening with them. Uh, we'll get you set up with those tickets if you can beat me. Pop culture, or uh, bad impressions. If you figure it out, they're no, yours. Beat a minute. Beat a minute. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has three clues about a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues, maybe you need less, maybe you need more. 
If you need more, there's not much we can do about it. But if you can do it in less, then hey, congratulations. Big J gives you the old tip of the cap, but that's the extent of it. So get on the phone if you want to play for Between the Buried and Me tickets. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jason. All right, Jason, you're up first. Good luck. A, bi- a biographical movie of my life starring Chris Hemsworth as me is coming to Netflix. That's the next one. NWO for life? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the next one. What are you going to do, brother, when I go all crazy on you and rip my shirt off? Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Jason. <laughs> Hang on one second. We'll get you into the uh, Between the Buried and Me show on the 26th at the Knit. Uh, why is Terry Hulk Hogan in the news? It's his birthday today. Well, happy birthday, Terry Hulk Hogan. He's 68. Uh-huh. Half his age is the man who's going to play him, Chris Hemsworth's birthday as well. How old is he? 38, half his age. That is not half of 68. Well, and feels like it to me. In any world. But happy birthday to both of them. What a treat. If you had 30 years, I guess, uh, then you get 68. Yes. So. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot I mean, argue your logic. That is absolutely correct. Seems half to me. Yeah, but, yeah but half of... <laughs> Anyway, happy birthday to Hulk Hogan and to uh, Chris Hemsworth. Is Hulk Hogan involved in all in this biography? Oh, I have no idea. Or is this like the unauthorized telling? I know. I, I think he's involved. Okay. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know. Um, so we're going to leave out all the racist stuff is what you're saying. Probably. Yeah. I would imagine that would be best for them. Okay. Yeah, well, it certainly would be best for Hulk Hogan. Morning after with Nick and... Be best for the movie in general. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you want to tell a true story, probably Nobody put wants in that. warts and all. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. That's the latest from the Foo Fighters making a fire here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's going to do it for us. Game, set, match. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. Big J did approve... The streaming dumbass movie, which is available on Amazon Prime called Getting to Know You. It is a romantic comedy that Big J actually enjoyed. So you can check it out for yourself if you want to see the approved Big J movie of the week. We also talked about how careful you need to be so that you don't accidentally shoot yourself in the scrotum with a nail gun. Because those aren't a whole lot of good results that are going to come out of that particular situation. And, of course, we also talked about how you don't want to get into a bite battle with a venomous snake because you will lose that as well. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, Nick, your assessment of what uh, Hard Knocks would be spot on. Uh, The first episode was last night with the Cowboys, and it was pretty boring. With the exception... Of the weirdness. And, and my dad was like this. I mean, dude was, you know, 80 years old and he was still dumping salt on everything. Jerry Jones putting salt on a sausage McGriddle is the weirdest thing ever. The fact that Jerry Jones eats McDonald's is weird to me. Well, now you got all these old rich guys that keep <laughs> eating processed food and they keep living. Him and Trump. But I mean, seriously, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I realized yesterday as I was thinking about it why I have fallen off of the Hard Knocks bandwagon, and I think it's because back when Hard Knocks premiered, I was all in and watched it religiously and really, really enjoyed it because it was this unedited, unfiltered take 
on being inside of an NFL locker room. And now, because of Twitter and Instagram, we get that every day, dude. I mean, if you follow your athletes, you're getting hard knocks on the regular. There's footage of every training camp now. There's footage of every interview. All the stuff they do behind the scenes is in your face as much as you want it to be, and that makes that less interesting to me. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I'm sure that this was never anybody would thought, and Jerry Jones would never thought that people would would glom onto this sort of thing that you do in your normal life that gets caught on film, but this is one of those weird intricacies that's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Guy's got a lot of salt in his diet. What are you going to do? He likes it salty. Jerry Jones seems like a salty guy. He is a salty guy, yeah. It all makes sense when you think about it. Uh, Will you now then abandon ship, or will you continue? No, because what else stupid things are we going to (laughs) see? I don't know. I mean, but if you're watching an hour-long show just to watch a guy put salt on something, you got a real issue. There's other – you can waste an hour watching all kinds of crazy, stupid stuff. You're right about that. Uh, And you have an opportunity to do exactly that as well. We will be back tomorrow. More Seether tickets up for grabs. More Between the Barry to Me tickets up for grabs as well as a Nerd Alert. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by T-Maz and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you hear about all the time on the X. It's there for your checking at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew's in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock.